0: we're giving coach speak a whole new meaning this is coach speak on 103.1 and 1310 kfka
1: welcome we are live from the elo fiber studios this is coach speak and of course we are brought to you by buildings by design uh building your own office space shop Or even your house may be more affordable uh, using our friends at Buildings by Design. Uh, Contact them online at buildingsbydesign.com. Check out some of the great projects they've completed on Facebook. Well, last night, the 4A, 5A, and 6A Girls State Tournament started. And uh, a round of 32, a few upsets. Uh, we're going to talk to Nathan Wright from the Reporter Herald. As I know, he covered the Mountain View girls and has a lot of insight on a lot of the 4A girls teams. So we're going to start with 4A right now, or 4 and 5A right now, excuse me. Uh, Nathan, how are you today? I'm doing good, Coach. How are you? I'm doing well. Well, I said 4A. I misspoke a little bit because Mountain View, that's kind of the highlight from your area last night. Uh, The Mountain View girls, uh, they were the 14th 14th seed in uh, 5A girls basketball, uh, hosted uh, Grand Junction Central, the 19th seed, and uh, must have played well. Uh, They are advancing.
2: Yeah, they they really did play well. You know, they've got a starting five of five seniors who um, lost in the first round last year and really wanted to get a, a first-round playoff win at home and really pulled away in the fourth quarter to get that win.
1: Uh, tell us, uh, uh, Nathan, some of the uh, highlights from some of the performances in last night's game.
2: Um, well, the the Mountain Lions are led by Addison Bransom, leads them in just about every every category from scoring to rebounding, um, even assists and steals. And she had a big thirty-one last night. Uh, Ten of them in the third quarter. Um, they have a couple of uh, twin sisters, Megan and Maddie Kyle. Yes, Megan, Megan's a three-point specialist. She had four of them last night. Um, just really contributions from a lot of players.
1: And, uh, you know, they'll they'll take on a high seed now as they advance. But uh, another lo- local team, Meade. Uh, what do you see in that matchup coming up with Mountain View and Meade?
2: Well, yeah, Meade is a high seed, and, you know, they are for a reason. They're a very good team. Um, you know, two or three losses. And it's going to be a test for Mountain View. Um, those seniors are really going to have to um, – play together and, and be on the same page and maybe make uh, make a lot of those threes like they've been known to do all season long.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, the three ball can be an equalizer as as we know, but uh, when when you look at this 5A girls uh bracket Nathan uh obviously Roosevelt stands out uh Enoch Miller's team has just been you know had another one of those somewhat dream seasons haven't had many close games uh you go back to their opening game at Cherry Creek where they had a real good chance to win that i think lost by by one or two uh but this this Roosevelt team they have every position covered Plus some depth.
2: They do, and that's kind of a team I've kept an eye on all year. Um, I really feel like they've got a good chance to repeat.
1: Yeah, uh, they they certainly do. And uh, I don't know how they ended up with the two seed not the one seed, but Academy uh, down from the Springs uh, is the one seed. So, you know, if everything goes on paper, that's who would we, we would see in the uh, – uh, state championship, but you know it's not always gonna go by paper uh, any surprises uh Nathan to you last night in uh, any of the games?
2: I didn't really see anything that stood out. Um, I thought maybe the best um, actually I'm dropping down to three a or four a if I talk about that one, but um the uh Jefferson Academy Berthed game. I thought, you know, like we, like you mentioned on paper, it kind of looked like a a pretty even matchup. You know, Bertha's always going to get into, get into a mix with Coach Gibson. And, uh, I think it was just a a bad second quarter that kind of doomed, uh, Bertha last night, but, um, I kind of figured that game would be a little, a little closer than it was.
1: Yeah, and, you know, uh, I, I did too. And, uh, of course, Jeff, uh, Jefferson Academy, the the 13th seed. So not an upset, but that's one on uh, paper that I thought Berth had had a real shot at. Uh, I was at the uh, Eaton game, uh, Nathan, and their victory very... Easy victory over Coleridge, although Coleridge showed signs at times, uh, had a couple girls that could play, but Eaton, just a very balanced attack, and uh, they seem to be playing really good basketball right now.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> you know, they um, played well in their two losses to a Resurrection Christian, who, um, you know, is another team that I think is, Probably going to get easily going to get through to the uh, elite eight, and then we'll see where they get from there. They have that Jesperson Academy team on a on Friday night.
1: Yes, and and that was I was going to lead into uh, Resurrection Christian. You've covered these girls all year. Um, what's made them so successful this year, Nathan?
2: I think it kind of starts with their their point guard Olivia Klein. Yeah,
1: she's really good.
2: She can make the three, and if she's open on a fast break, she's going to lay it in.
1: And, and uh, 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 much, and senior, much like more experience team. than past years, too. This team, yes.
2: Uh,
1: and, and as we look ahead, um, if they, which I think they'll get uh, past uh, Jefferson Academy. Uh, and it looks like we could see a repeat matchup of uh Resurrection and Eaton, and that would be the third time that they've played.
2: Yeah. And I, I think that would be a good matchup a third time. I mean you you know, the saying goes, you know, it's hard to beat a team three times in a season, but I think that third matchup will be just as good as the previous two.
1: Yeah, and uh, uh, the the two, although Resurrection, uh, you know, won both those games. They were both competitive games. Did did you see either one of those games uh, live, Nathan?
2: I didn't get to to either one of them. Okay,
1: no. but uh, uh, then you know, last year in the four A, uh, Evelyn and Holy Family met in the finals. There's that possible chance again, as they're ranked number one and two. Holy Family is really good, are they not?
2: They are. They are. They're very good again. I haven't gotten the chance to see them, but just by seeing their record, I mean, they did have an early season game against Resurrection Christian, and the Cougars won, or the Holy Family won by six, I believe it was. Yeah, so, so
1: close game. Yeah hey let's go back a week because I, I saw you uh, briefly down at the uh, state wrestling tournament uh, uh, talk about your experience uh, covering that event and and some of the highlights that you'd like to mention on the air
2: that's always a fun event I mean I've only I've only been to it three times now but it's something that I always look forward to um, <clears throat> the Loveland area had a really good showing they had 11 wrestlers in the finals and came away with three individual championships Um, I guess the biggest highlight for them was the uh, Loveland girls team they ended up finishing fourth as a team but they had two state champions uh, senior Sierra Moskowski she went undefeated this year and she easily won her final match and then uh, they had two twin sisters Lexi and Lindsay Lopez and Lexi won her final and Lindsay lost in her final. And,
1: and then, then uh, yeah, go ahead.
2: The other, the other champion we had was uh, Isaiah Harrison from Mountain View. He won his second title, and uh, I believe he did a, a backflip. One <laughs> <laughs>
1: is is Isaiah a senior this year?
2: He's a junior. Junior, he so he
1: he has a chance to become a three time state champion. Wow! And of course, uh, uh, Mead. They just had a phenomenal tournament, did they not? They did, and uh, a lot of great wrestlers in in Northern Colorado. So, uh, well, uh, what what are you covering? Uh, t- what are you who are you covering tonight, Nathan?
2: Uh, tonight I'm going to go out to Resurrection Christian. The Cougars are opening up tonight against Basalt,
1: and yeah, and that's yeah. going to be a blowout.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. Our other,
2: our uh, other two tonight our uh, you know Thompson Valley is playing down at uh, Ponderosa. Uh, both teams are 15 and 8 so it could be a close game even though they're separated by by quite a few as far as seating goes but uh Thompson Valley I, I feel like Thompson Valley every time they step on the court with Brady Kennison you know he's I think he's fourth in the state in scoring fourth or fifth
1: Yeah, they certainly have a chance. Yeah, I had Coach Burkett on the other day and uh, talking about his matchup with Ponderosa. That's who they matched up with again with last year. Uh, That's just not very common to see the same team in the playoffs two years in a row. Right. Right. So, uh, well, hey, enjoy your time out at Resurrection tonight covering that game. And, uh, I know you'll be, uh, you'll, you'll be looking at all the scores covering, uh, uh, a lot of games tonight with, uh, teams involved. But, uh, uh, Nathan, hey, thanks for joining us and, uh, I- enjoy the rest of these basketball playoffs. All
2: right. Thank you for having
1: me. Absolutely. That is Nathan Wright, a reporter of the Reporter Herald. And, uh, uh, he's got quite a few teams to cover out in the Loveland area. And of course, uh, they cover, uh, Resurrection in the, in the 4A boys and girls with both teams. Uh, had a chance to get out to Eaton last night. Uh, just fun, fun watching Coach Chris Love's team. Uh, gosh, they, they pass the ball up the floor well seems like they're sharing it a lot better than early in the year and uh, playing very very good basketball. Uh they travel to Pagosa Springs uh this Friday so they have a little road trip but uh that 5-12 matchup Eaton's number 12 that 5-12 that seems to be an upset uh in the making so uh good luck to uh Coaches, Coach Chris loves girls. And then following this break, we're going to have Matt Baumgartner on. Uh, tell you what, always a power in girls basketball. Anxious to hear about his victory last night. We will be right back after these messages.
0: 3.1 and 1310 KFKA. Stay up to speed with the Rams with the Isaiah Stevens Show a Northern Colorado's Voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.
1: Welcome back to the LO Fiber Studios in Coach Speak. Hey, uh, CRP truck outfitters will take care of you if you need some top quality parts and accessories for your truck Uh, is worth the drive in to Greeley. Uh, But if you can't uh, get in here and want to check them out online first, check out CRP 4x4 at CRP4x4.com. Again, top quality parts and accessories. Hey, joining us now on the Clearwater products uh, hotline, the University Girls Basketball Coach, Matt Bob- Baumgartner. Coach, you got to be feeling good after a uh, fairly easy win last night. How you doing?
3: I'm doing well, Coach. Thanks for having, uh, having me on. Absolutely.
1: Hey, the girls must have played well. I mean, uh, as I look at the bracket, uh, it almost went according to paper uh, throughout the 32-team bracket. However, the Silver Knights, uh, they traveled to... Uh, I think it was Alamosa, Alamosa, yep. Yeah, they traveled to Alamosa, and they get the win. So that's uh, great for our region and and uh, they get the opportunity now to go upset De Evelyn later. But uh tell us about your win, uh win last night and uh some of your top performers, coach.
3: Yeah, you know the the girls played really well. We started out a little uh I would say just amped up maybe. Um we were we had a really good crowd there. Um you know, a lot of our a lot of our girls. Um, it was kind of their. I mean, really, three of our girls, three of our starters. It was their kind of their first opportunity to be a starter um, in a in a state playoff game. So we were we were a little amped up, um, and I think it didn't necessarily impact us as much offensively as it did defensively we got ourselves out of position a little bit. You know, we allowed, allowed Elizabeth, Elizabeth to score 14 points in the first quarter, which is a little uncharacteristic, but they, uh, we settled down a little bit and kind of got into a groove and, and uh, you know, we started then taking care of the basketball a little bit better and shooting higher percentage of shots and then just really lock it down on defense. And, you know, to, to hold a team to uh, eight points in the final three quarters—that's um, that's a really nice feeling.
1: <laughs> Man, no kidding! You give up fourteen and eight the rest of the way. Uh, that is a defensive performance. Uh, who you know? Who's your lockdown defender as uh, going against the opposition's best score?
3: You know, it, it varies just depending on kind of who it is. Um, Natalie Trujillo, um, you know, if it's a, if it's a guard, Natalie Trujillo is a really, really good defender. Um, she guarded their, kind of their highest, um, score last, last night, um, and did a really good job on her. Janae is a really good defender. Uh, Zay, uh, Madrigal is a really, really good defender coming off the bench. Avery serves a good defender. And we really, I mean, we just work so much on our team defense that, uh, you know, we can, we can put a lot of different people in a lot of different places and, and then just, you know, they all have the trust that, Hey, I've got four other people that are going to have my help side and, you know, I can, I can do what I need to do, but, uh, I, I know somebody's going to be back there to help me out, and it always helps when we have, you know, we have uh, Natalie Moore and Addison Harding back there to block shots, and Maddie McNair to block shots. When you got a couple uh, six foot, six one girls back there to block some shots, um, it makes defense out on the perimeter a little bit easier.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, offensively, uh, seemed to score the ball pretty well last night. Uh, anything stand out, coach?
3: You know, we we only made one three, so to to score, you know, almost sixty points and only have one three. Um, pretty pleased with that. Uh, and you know, we we shot a shot a pretty good uh, percentage as well. You know, uh, and, and especially when you look at it individually, you know, Addison was was seven of nine. Um, uh, w- Natalie Moore was five of eleven. Maddie McNair was five of six. Um, you know, Janae was four of nine. Uh, so we we shot pretty high percentage. Um, and and really, it was just we we attacked the attacked the rim and attacked that kind of that mid range pretty well, and and not relying on you know just settling for longer jump shots. And um, so extremely pleased with the the way that we shot the ball. Um, and and. You know, to kind of get open shots, you got to have good passing. So that combination, uh, it really worked well for us last night.
1: You know, and playing at home does does that give your girls a little maybe better chance to relax and you said they're amped up and uh now you go in and and play Delta the uh number 10 seed, uh probably on paper anyway, more competitive game, but uh getting rid of that first game at home is that a, a big asset for you?
3: yeah it definitely helps we 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 play really well at home um you know we shoot the ball well i i think any team is gonna say that that they shoot the ball- well and they're just much more comfortable um you know you on the flip side though like I talked about kind of being amped up and um feeding off the crowd and things like that it's a little bit it's a little bit easier to do when you're uh when you have a big crowd there and and we had a tremendous um support last night with a really really good crowd. Um, you know the band was playing it was uh it was a lot of fun and so there there is that when you when you're at home but uh yeah we're you know we're excited to uh compete against delta they're they're a really solid team um we've we've had quite a few uh games that we've watched of them kind of throughout the course of the year um we we got quite a bit of film on them so you know we should be. We should have a pretty good idea what they're what they're going to do, and um, you know, and we luckily we got two days here to kind of um, talk and practice on what we need to do to slow them down.
1: Absolutely. Uh, what's their size like, Coach? Uh, uh, how do your how do the matchups look for your girls uh, against uh, Delta?
3: You know, it's it, Delta's an interesting team because they're 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 long like us. I don't think they're as long, but. Uh, you know there' uh, it seems like that he plays about nine girls um and he'll mass sub and he will uh i mean it, it looks like they're all the same girl they're they're all about the same height you know they're all. You know five nine five ten uh there might be one one or two girls that are five a little bit shorter, um but it, they're all very very consistent like as far as the same size goes, so um you know we match up from a size standpoint pretty well with them. I think we still have the advantage you know I'm just hoping that we can uh we can take care of the basketball, slow them down a little bit they like to they like to get out and run a lot um you know and really focus on dictating the pace and kind of playing. You know our pace instead of their pace, and if we can do some of those things and 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 uh, uh, allow our defense to get set up and do some of the things that we want to do, you know we should have a really good shot.
1: Well, I I totally agree with that, Coach. I know you're taking it one game at a time, and but when, Sunday when that brat comes out. Uh, and you're looking through the bracket. Were any surprises to you uh, as far as the seating? Now with the index, it's it's fairly easy to predict, but uh, is, uh, is this kind of where you thought you would end up?
3: You know, um, I, I had a number of people. I, I mean, th- it is where I thought we were going to end up because that's what the index had showed we were going to be. Um, you know, I... I mean, I, I like to think that uh, we, we could have maybe been a little bit higher. Um, I, know, I know that the two losses down the stretch against our rivals, Rez and Eaton, those definitely, um, those definitely impacted uh, our seating pretty bad. And it's, it's one of those things that we've talked about it as a, as a program. You know, we, we made our bed by dropping those games. Um, we got to lay in it doesn't mean you can't get a good night's sleep though, you know, and um you got to focus on the team that's in front of you and and focus on what you need to, you know, to do to to beat them and if you if you just go out and focus on those things it it doesn't matter um, you know, who you're going to play. The reality is if you want to, you know, win a state title or get to the final four, you're going to have to beat some really good teams. And, you know, when you play those really good teams, it just changes a little bit by dropping, you know, a couple, couple seeds here and there. So, um, I, the one, the one that uh, a number of coaches that I've talked to is still, you know, surprised that Riverdale Ridge was only the three. Um, you know, they're, they're teams that if you look at some of the other rankings that come out across the state, in a lot of those other rankings, um, you know, from coaches and other publications, you know, Riverdale Ridge has been number one pretty much throughout the year. They come, come into the postseason with a really, really big win against Roosevelt, who is an, a phenomenal team. Um, and, you know, so Riverdale Ridge at three is a little bit, but I mean, De Evelyn and Holy Family are really good teams as well. So, uh, I think there's just, there's a lot of really good teams there at the, at the top. You know, you throw in Resurrection in the top four there. Those are four really good teams and, uh, you know, we're, we're gonna do whatever we possibly can to, you know, take care of Delta and then, and then face our, you know, face our focus onto whoever we're gonna play the following Saturday and, and hope that we can get, you know, kinda get to that final four and throw our name in the, in the hat with those, those four really good teams.
1: Well, Coach, I'll tell you what, I'm very partial to seven seeds, because the uh, fortunate time that we had a chance to win a state championship, we were the seventh seed. So I'm always looking at those seven seeds and and, and partial uh, to them, and I, I know that, uh, you know, that's a real good possibility for you as well. As you look, though, last last year, Holy Family and De Evelyn 1 and 2, do you think that had some influence on them? Uh, on maybe D'Evelyn getting that two-seed over Riverdale, Ridge?
3: You know, I I don't think that they they factor that in. um, No, it's not one of the factors, but we're human. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So, I I mean, I I, I like to think that it's not because, you know, supposedly the human element's not in this. Um, You know, I think if the human element was in it, though, I think Riverdale is just, I mean, you you look at the the competition that they played and the, the team that they have and, and kind of the the stars that they have and you know the the potential college recruits that they have you know it, it it's they 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 have a, a pretty good um, case on paper um, and uh, to to be you know up a little bit higher um, so it. You know, it is one of those things. I had a number of coaches reach out that that felt like we maybe got you know slid down a little bit further than what we should have been. Um, you know, but we, nothing we can do. That's the way that the computer system is going to spit it out, and we just we we can only face the teams that the 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 bracket says we're going to face.
1: Well, absolutely. And as I look at the sixteen teams remaining, hey, the Northern Colorado is well represented and uh, a lot of good matchups, Coacher.
3: Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, I actually, you mentioned Severance earlier. I just texted their coach, you know, and congratulated him on a really nice win. I had texted him yesterday and, uh, you know, it's, it's really nice for Northern Colorado to, uh, be well represented. It's really nice, you know, with, with Rez and, and Eaton and us and Severance to, to get some wins. Um, you know, it, it's, it's great when, when uh, our region can kind of represent really, really well when it comes to the state playoffs and, and kind of show what, uh, um you know show what northern colorado basketball is all about and um hopefully hopefully one of the teams you know that uh, that i mentioned can can uh make it uh, make a nice little run here towards the end and i'm um, i'm a little partial so i'm hoping it, hoping it's us
1: well, absolutely, absolutely. Of course you do. And, you know, uh, with Severance going on the road to Alamosa and getting that win, uh, maybe that'll give the Eaton girls a little confidence going on the road to Pagosa. And uh, we could still end up uh, with a lot of Patriot League teams in that uh, final eight. Let's hope we do that. But, uh, hey, Coach, good luck Friday. Man, it's always great having you on and, and getting your insight on not just your team, but uh, surrounding teams as well and have fun, enjoy it, and uh, bring home another win Friday night.
3: All right, Coach. I appreciate it. Appreciate it having uh, having me on and th- getting the opportunity to talk about uh, University Girls Basketball.
1: Absolutely. That is Coach Matt Baumgartner of the University Bulldogs. And hey, they're that seventh seed, and uh, uh, that's a, I think, a really good position to be in. And um, it should be a great four A tournament. Uh, we're going to take a look at more brackets and uh, results from last night uh, when we come back. I want to. Thank high de- High Desert Irrigation, Mario and Destiny Gomez are the owners of High Desert Irrigation, formerly known as Alliance Irrigation. They want to save farmers' and ranchers' backs across northern Colorado. When you get that Ranky sprinkler onto the farm, not only do you save the back pain, but you also save 60% in water usage. Get plans to get a sprinkler on your farm today by calling 970-353-1621.
0: Northern Colorado's Voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. McKinnon, Jokic, two of the best Colorado has to offer. Could this be the year for two parades? Hear Nuggets and Avs Insight on the Hull Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.
1: Welcome back to Coach Speak. We are live from the Yellow Fiber Studio. Uh, we concentrated a lot on 4 and 5A girls basketball um, with Nathan and, and Matt. Uh, and appreciate those guys coming on the uh, Clearwater Products hotline. Uh Let's take a look at some 6A girls action uh from last night. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the... Northern Colorado girls did not do well, and we'll talk more about that as we report uh, some of the scores. But uh, Cherokee Trail, they are top-seeded in 6A girls. No problem with Fountain Fort Carson, 69-28. Uh, here's one that we thought would be a little closer matchup, 16-17. versus 17. Uh Highlands Ranch hosting the Fort Collins Lampkins and uh Highlands Ranch no problem with the Lampkins 5842. So uh coach Kirsten's young uh Kirsten Young's uh Lampkins uh go on the road and uh just can't quite handle Highlands Ranch. Uh Carolyn Jarocke, uh coach at Highlands Ranch, uh has been there for a number of years, another outstanding season for her number eight grandview over twenty fifth uh, chatfield sixty two thirty five you'll notice there's some lopsided scores in this but uh number nine mullen uh another front range uh team monarch uh monarch falls to mullen forty 49- nine 39. Uh, Fossil Ridge, 26 seed. They travel down to Colorado Springs and they lose to Pine Creek, 41 32. Um, Rock Canyon, uh, out of that strong Continental League, they defeat Erie, 49 30. Pooter from Fort Collins. They had the. Uh, Uh, I guess opportunity to travel to Valor Christian, but uh, Valor, no problem over the Impellas, 74-30. Broomfield, uh, another front-range team, falls to Thunder Ridge, 45-39. Cherry Creek, um, out of the Southeast Metro Battle, they defeat Rangeview number 2, Cherry Creek, 61, Rangeview 29. Arapahoe. Uh, Defeats Columbine, Arapahoe's the fifth seed, Uh, they escape Columbine 52-44, and the seventh-ranked Regia Jesuits girls uh, 53-34 over uh, somewhat of a rivalry there nearby Eagle Crest. Uh, Denver East, Here's the upset in 6A girls. Denver East, the 23rd seed. They travel to Fruita Monument, and they defeat Fruita 38-32. Uh, when we talk about the boys' bracket, we'll talk about who has the opportunity to go to Fruita as a low seed to meet the number 1 Fruita boys, uh, because that could be an upset in the making as well, if not the first round, possibly the second round. Horizon, the only only front-range uh, league team to get into the Sweet 16 and uh, they defeat Mountain Vista 62 50 and Ralston Valley. Uh, they're the 11th seed, they defeat Chaparral 33 uh, 30. Legend, the number three seed, outstanding team. They take care of Arvada West 59 38. And uh, here's another upset uh, Doherty, the number 19 seed. They travel to Fort Collins to to take on the Lobos, Rocky Mountain, the 14th seed host, and uh, Doherty, really no problem with the Lobos, 65 to 42. So uh, that simply eliminates all four schools from the Fort Collins area in 6A, and uh, uh, just, a, just a tough night uh, for that round. Uh, let's take a look here at uh, now 6A boys as they. Uh, they play tonight and uh again the front uh front range league they're kind of up against it against the same some of the same schools as the girls were but uh to start off tonight uh number 1 fruta takes on highlands ranch this is not a gimme one against 32 uh give highlands ranch some uh, uh credit because they are a good team out of a tough league and uh the teams In that bottom five of 6A, Fort Collins being one of them, we're all hoping they'd get the opportunity to go to Fruta, uh, because even though they're ranked number one, think that's a possible, uh, victory. Uh, in the, uh, 16, 17, Mark Broomfield uh, travels to Overland, Broomfield out of the Front Range League. Ralston Valley will take on Arapahoe, Eagle Crest, Castle View. Uh, Here's one of interest, the 29th-ranked Fort Collins Lampkins, Micah. They travel to Thunder Ridge. So uh, have our hands full, but it's basketball. Let's hope we can put the ball in the basket a little bit. I'm, I'm wearing my Lampkins basketball you hat. You are. You've got your Lampkins purple hat on, the basketball. And, uh, that's one of the, uh, front range teams that are traveling to the league of, of Thunder Ridge and other mighty powers in the state. Uh, Fossil Ridge, they are the 20th seed. They will travel to 13th Cherry Creek. Uh, good chance for, uh, Fossil to play well, I think, here against the Bruins. Rocky Mountain um who uh, just defeated the Lampkins uh, a week ago they traveled to Rock Canyon Rock Canyon is the 5th seed and uh, Rocky Mountain the 28th seed again hoping for the upset uh Fairview uh talked to Fairview's coach he thought the uh The Knights were headed to Fruta, and then when the brackets came out, things had changed, and instead of going to Fruta, they take on the number two ranked Mountain Vista. Of course, Mountain Vista, Thunder Ridge, uh, highly, competitive rivals, and uh, Mountain Vista defeated Thunder Ridge in an overtime game uh, last week. Otherwise, these seeds could be flip-flopped. It could have had the uh, Lampkins going to Mountain Vista and Fairview going to Thunder Ridge. Uh, Monarch, they are the one of two teams in the Front Range League that gets to host. They are the 15th-ranked team, and they take on uh, Denver South. Coach Vince Valdez's team won the Denver Prep League, the first Denver Prep League title for Denver South since the 1960s. So congratulations to South on their uh league championship and coach Valdez uh travels to Monarch tonight to take on the Coyotes. Uh, Regis the number 10 seed, they will host Pine Creek out of the Springs and Horizon another front range school 26 team. They take on uh man these the Jumping Smoky Hill team. These guys have verticals uh 1 through 5 that uh uh, best in the state as far as vertical jumps. Uh, Chaparral, the number three ranked team, they will host Rangeview, uh, number 30. And the other front range school to host will be Legacy. Uh, Legacy came in second in the league behind Monarch, and they will host Legend. I think Legacy has a great shot at advancing. Uh, number 11. Uh, Doherty, they will take on George Washington, and in a battle between the privates, number six, Veller Christian, they will host. Mullen, the twenty seventh seed. So that is some of the highlights from six uh, A boys. Let's quickly le- take a look at some of the five uh, A teams. Northfield, they are. If you haven't heard of Northfield High School, kind of new kids on the block in state competition. They are number one, and uh, another relatively young team, young school, Vista Peak Prep. Uh, n- another charter school making uh, making their way up towards uh, the top of athletic competition. They are ranked number two. Let's see, uh, Mead number eight. They get a host Pueblo West, and of course uh, Windsor. Uh, take a look take a real look at the Wizards. They have a shot at it. They are the number three ranked team and they will host Stanley Lake tonight. Uh if Windsor advances, they they will take on the winner of uh T J Golden, the n- uh number fourteen and nineteen seeds. So um, Win- Windsor has a real shot, I think, in advancing uh to the grade eight and uh let's hope to the final four and beyond so that's uh, a little bit of look at some of the uh, 5a boys action um uh, should be a just should be a great tournament uh at all classifications and of course locally we'll be uh taking taking a real look at a lot of the uh schools nearby uh resurrection in uh, 4A. We talked a little bit about Nathan uh, with that uh, high seed. Uh, they look like, you know, on paper they're going to advance easily to the uh, grade 8. So uh, uh, we're going to take a break here. Let's thank AMCO of Fort Collins and Loveland uh, with some of this recent cold weather. You're car may have taken a hit if it needs a little help get it to our friends at Amco of Loveland and Fort Collins uh take it in they'll get it right the first time we'll be right back3
0: 1310 KFKA. Can the Bears win the Big Sky Tournament in March? Find out if UNC has what it takes to go dancing. Another Colorado's voice. 103.1 and
1: 1310 KFKA. Welcome back as we uh, wrap up Coach Speak here. Hey, Thanks to Nathan Wright from the Reporter Herald for uh, bringing his insight into the uh, state hoops and also recapping a little bit of uh, state wrestling as well. And to Coach Matt Baumgartner of uh, the University Bulldogs as they get a nice win last night over Elizabeth. Uh, they advance for it being in that seventh seed and, and they get a host again uh, and they will host number 10, uh, Delta. So, you know, out of the, uh, Patriot League in in four A, RCS will host. Uh, university will host. Eton travels uh, to Be- Pagosa Springs. Hey, college basketball fans, man, you're in for a great one tonight. Hopefully, it's a great one for the CSU Rams. Uh, the Pit, one of the f- greatest places. Uh, see a college basketball game, uh, the Pit in Albuquerque, but uh, the CSU Rams got a nice little boost, I think, last night by Creighton all over UConn, and of course uh, the Rams hold that impressive early season win over Creighton, just has to help them uh, get in to March Madness. Hey, Brady Hull will have it all covered for you on the whole Show. Stay tuned. Love you, Northern Colorado.